everyone. Hello, 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 hello. Hello, 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 hello. I'm in a good mood, so I said hello so many times. Plus, my fan was blown, so I wanted to make sure you heard me because I put my headphones on. So we can do this episode undistracted, shall we? So I'm going to get into this. So here are the advantages and disadvantages of being a, of being a celebrity. Princess with Aping, June 23rd, 2015. The red carpet scene from 1988 Emmy is one of the most glamorous parts of being a celebrity for sure. Okay, I'm standing still so you won't hear me. Being a celebrity has its ups and downs. Being a celebrity or simply being famous has its own advantages and disadvantages. The common perception that celebrities and famous personalities have everything in life. After all, the grass is always green on the other side, isn't it? The truth is that there are as many downsides and disadvantages to being a celebrity as there are the number of benefits. Who said being famous was always fun? Decide for yourself. Read on in this article for, for five advantages and five disadvantages of being a celebrity. Five major advantages of being a celebrity. One, celebrities get special treatment wherever they go. It is a no-brainer to assume that someone like Selena Gomez or Justin Bieber will get preferential treatment over other customers at a restaurant, don't you think? From special seats at theaters to special tables at restaurants, celebrities are given the advantage of being the preferred customers everywhere they go. Wouldn't you love if you were given preferred entry at nightclubs or given the front row seats at award functions? Of course you would. That is exactly why this perk of being famous is just too tempting. Two, being famous generally means being richer. One of the very obvious advantages of being famous is that fame generally brings lots of fortune. Celebrities and other famous people are generally richer than the average Joe. Luxurious homes and cars, fancy gifts, expensive clothes, and other such materialistic pleasures of life convert from a dream to reality when people become famous celebrities. Forget homes, celebrities are also known to own entire islands. If you have a single ounce of doubt whether celebrities are actually rich, check out an episode of MTV Cribs and all your doubts will magically disappear. In particular, watch the episode which showcases the home, cars, and lifestyle of rapper 50 Cent. One of the many advantages to... Okay, number three. Celebrities are recognized everywhere they go. Celebrities are recognized everywhere they go. This is an advantage because people often experience a massive ego boost when random bystanders recognize them. It could be a great opportunity to boast to a friend and say, gee, I'm so famous, everyone recognizes me. Most seasoned celebrities get over this initial ego boost quickly, of course. However, being recognized, spotted, and pictured is quite a rush and a nice massage to the egos of some famous people still. Four, celebrities and famous people have fans. Fans are the people who adore their celebrity idols. They can have celebrity crushes or even real-life admiration for their idols. Fan mail and other forms of appreciation that celebrities receive can be inspirational, motivational, and very humbling. After all, who wouldn't like to have their own fans, followers, and worshippers? Five, many opportunities arise when people become famous. When people become famous, more opportunities arise in life, whether they are career-related or not. For example, someone like Michael Jordan made a living not only from playing ball, he was also the face of Nike and promoted many other brands. 
Also, someone like Kim Kardashian can afford to dwell into newer businesses like fashion apparel and perfumes simply because she's famous and can afford to sustain and promote them. Being famous definitely opens many doors in life which would have remained shut had fame not been achieved. Many celebrities tend to embark upon the entrepreneurship path as soon as they achieve stardom. After all, Kim Kardashian can reportedly be charging upwards of $8,000 for doing nothing but sending one tweet from her Twitter account, then anything is possible. Five major disadvantages of being a celebrity. One, famous people can't do things that the average person can. What do you think would happen if Paris Hilton walked down to the supermarket on a regular day? She would be mobbed and hounded for autographs and pictures. Celebrities and other famous people cannot lead lives of normal people. They may be forced to live in their own little secluded world and will generally be unable to do the things that the average Joe can. This disadvantage of being famous can stop celebrities from indulging in the little pleasures of life, which can be very frustrating indeed. Some of these simple pleasures of life include playing ball at the neighborhood playground, going shopping at the grocery store, going for an uninterrupted walk or a bicycle ride on the beach, lying on the beach while without being mobbed on a sunny day, sitting on a park bench reading a book without being asked, can I take a picture of you? Having a quiet dinner with family at the local restaurant. Two, being famous or a celebrity can attract stalkers. We've all heard about those nasty cases of celebrity stalking that have gone out of control. Famous people are often followed or harassed by phone, email, or mail by fans or followers who cross the line and become obsessed. Obsession can turn into threats and even physical harm. Uh, three, a celebrity status can attract too many fake friends. From a celebrity's perspective, it becomes very hard to separate a genuine person who wants to be friends from many of the million wannabe friends who may want to befriend them for personal gain. As one would imagine, it would be a nerve-wracking experience to scrutinize each and every individual that comes into their lives. It would literally translate to being on guard every single hour, minute, and second of the day. Four, people constantly judge celebrities. Tabloids, magazines, newspapers, blogs, and other forms of media constantly judge celebrities on their personalities, habits, bodies, and a lot more. Reading demeaning, rude, nasty, insulting, and derogatory lies about one's own self is a part and parcel of a celebrity's daily routine. From a layperson's point of view, it's like having a million people talk up, talk behind your back on a daily basis. Imagine how hard-hitting this would be if a tablet talked about how fat you are, how sleazy you are. Five, celebrities have no privacy. If Kim Kardashian was bikini and steps out on the beaches of Miami to catch some fun, the entire world is going to know about it. If Arnold Schwarzenegger heads out for a ride on his motorcycle on a sunny day, pictures of him, pictures of him are going to be splashed in the tabloids. If Paris Hilton and her boo have an argument or a fight in a nightclub, the whole world will know about it. Get the point? Lack of privacy is one of the biggest disadvantages of being a celebrity. Okay, so... Um, I want to talk about this. I did an episode about this back in late 2020, but there's more, so you won't be bored at all. I've had to think about these things because as a child myself, as a child that I was, I was, because of my extraordinariness, 
um, because of my inner beauty um, and because of my my ways of overcoming and being victorious over what many people would thought they could not overcome. As I got older, I was told more and more, since I was a toddler actually, that I would be a celebrity. And I was, because of the victim shamers, the victim blamers, the adult supremacists, the ableists, the racists, um, the ones who are apologists and defenders of abusers and um, the ones who have stigmas against people like myself with mental health challenges as well as those who face disability discrimination like me. I thought that it would be best if I was never a celebrity. But what many people said I should be a celebrity because one, I don't carry myself as a celebrity. I'm not the type that would have an entourage. I'm not. I'm not the type that would have an entourage. I'm not rolling deep. I wouldn't employ anybody that I don't already know. I would only employ people in my circle, like my barber. I would employ him to cut my hair because he cut my hair before I quote unquote grew up. And my inner circle. That consists of people like family to me, people who are good friends. Um, I would employ them to handle my affairs because they were already good at helping me with my affairs before I quote unquote blew up, I say again. So I only employ people that I'm already close to. I would not want to employ anybody that is outside of the inside that I already um, I'm a very humble person. Um, I'm not a live too fast type person. I don't live fast and die young. Um, I'm not living life in a fast lane. I'm not a big Willie style person, so no, I would not live in a mansion. I would not live in a big house. I would live in a modest home because, like I said in the other episode, past one, that I am a, um, I'm a simple living slash minimalist type of person. Um, the living large has never appealed to me. I would never be the type that wears name brand clothing every day of my life for the most part would not wear name brand clothing the only exception when it would be my future supermodeling career yeah there's a place for that it's called the runway and as well as making appearances publicly but other than that in my day-to-day life most pictures of me i would wear regular clothing not name brand clothing um if I wear something name brand, it, it's actually of substance. It's something easy everyday life. Um, it would be, for me, like personal care products. Cologne 
is relevant to people. Um, deodorant is relevant to people. Soap bars and liquid soap are relevant to people. And I would also say that toothbrush brands and mouthwash are relevant to people. So I would never advertise something that you could not use in your everyday life. If like you could, I'm like, no. I would also advertise water picks. And I would advertise regular flossing. Um, I would not be the type that would advertise um, something that you don't use that much. It's like fast food. I wouldn't want to advertise something that people don't eat that often. You know what I mean? I would advertise gyms. Now, a gym is relevant to people because you can work out Monday through Friday. That's something people can do. I would advertise health type of products. That would be the only ones I would want to do because I still want people to feel like, okay, you know, he's advertising brushes, you know, advertising getting haircuts, advertising keeping your hair styled, advertising face care products and skin products, right? The creams. So I would want to advertise something that people would feel might motivate them. Every time they use personal care products, they think of me like, man, Tone is part of my daily life. But how you know me take care of myself. I would advertise healthy eating. Um, I would advertise water. I would advertise healthy juices and healthy milk to drink. So I would be I would only want to advertise health consciousness. Um and I would only want to advertise also um, even on the run, run when wearing name brands I'm advertising physical fitness by how I am like wow this person is shape I need to get in shape or you know that's how they would say about me so pretty much I'm a good role model type of person in every which way that you could think of so that's why people even my best friend and many other people before my best friend came along would say there are no disadvantages of you being a celebrity. I'll go over that very quickly. So people would say because you're a wonderful person, people would let you do the things that the average person can. And if there's any picture taking or autographs, it would be people only coming up to you um, when you want them to come up to you, they wouldn't come up to you if they knew that you needed to have, you needed, you needed your, your, your space. I, other people, not just my best friend, well, best friend included, would say that you're the type of person that from time to time people would have you at their house to eat, to wash tape. TV to talk to, to have sleepovers, to just chill, to play video games, to just do all the fun stuff 
And of course they said, well, some of them will give, you know, some of them will, the sane ones will, from time to time, have enjoyable intercourse with me. And I was like, wow. All I could say was, wow. And you have so many healthy fans and healthy admirers and people who love you for you and commit to you for you. And they said to me, you wouldn't be a one-hit wonder. You wouldn't be a has-been. You wouldn't be played out. You wouldn't be washed up. None of that about they were said, they said, you, you have safety from threats, physical harm, murder, violence, and harassment, and bad stalkers. And they even happily said, you have good stalkers, the ones that you actually like them following around. They're not creepy at all. Meaning people who really appreciate you, you would go, yes, please follow me around those people that really appreciate me would never cause any type of heinousness to my life. So that's what they said. That's what I really like. And they said, you have plenty of real friends. There's no fake friends for you. There's no hangers on for you. There's no freeloaders nor thieves for you. He said, plus, you have the type of people in your life that will make sure that all the wannabes and the disingenuous cannot infiltrate, cannot even penetrate your circle. So that makes me feel better. And then the whole having no privacy thing, people in my life have told me, you're a healthy tell-all book, you're a healthy open book. So there's nothing that you say publicly that's not useful to the lives of people who think like you and don't, who live like you and don't. And they said, you the way, the fact that you're well balanced on issues as well as the easy subjects, you know, and the fact that you use your personal life to help people to go about hedonism safely, to go about pleasure ethically, there's nothing bad about you. Quite frankly, said, there's nothing, there's no bullshit about you. There's nothing fucked up about you. There's nothing shitty about you. So they said, you know, why not, you know, have no privacy, you know, of course they would say, well, you know, the bank information, social security number, they'll be like, that's pretty much the only privacy you'll have, it's just your, you know, that type of stuff. You know, the top, the top secret information that everybody should keep secret, they're like, yeah, that's the only privacy you have, everything else is out there, because one, Human rights is the most controversial uh, topic in reality of life. So, when you call it to address difficult subjects like me, and to address them with love, because I address all issues with love, um, then your thoughts on the most hot, your thoughts on hot button matters has to be out there because human rights is public. There's nothing private about it. And then what happened in my childhood and what I overcame, they like, it's too extraordinary to keep quiet. So, and they said also because of your desire to help people sexually, you know, the, um, 
selling the same aspirations. They're telling me that um, those things are also wonderful parts of who you are to help people to have a healthy sense of body image, healthy sense of sexuality, healthy sense of themselves, healthy sense of relating to themselves and other people. So they said that's a good thing. And they talked about um, the fact that many opportunities arise because of who I am. They said famous or not, Antonio, opportunities come your way because of your greatness. Famous just icing on the cake. And then they told me um, you have like real life admiration you have healthy celebrity idols you know fathers worshipers they're like we don't that doesn't make you god or anything it just means that you have people that's just our colorful way of saying that you have people who are the right people for you in your life they're out there they just have to see you and they'll be devoted to you in a healthy way sound-minded way um, so they're like, yeah, people are going to have, you're going to be the celebrity crush of many people. Uh, celebrity idols, you're going to be that to many people. They don't mean idol in a sacrilegious way. They mean idol in a somebody good to look up to kind of way. So, and of course, they said they're gonna, you're going to have like the same groupies, the ones that you actually like the fact that they throw themselves at you because of who you are, not for what you have. And they said, Antonio, you've always been recognized at where you go. And being celebrities are icing on the cake for you. But again, you're recognized everywhere you go because of who you are, not because of what you have. Then they told me, you're going to have wealth, but we all know that luxurious homes are not for you. Luxurious cars are not for you. Expensive clothes are not for you. You know... If you did own an entire island, it would be social justice centered, um, materialistic pleasures of life. That wouldn't be for you. You're a very modest person. You're a low key kind of person in that way. And they said, you know, fancy gifts. You, if you did do fancy gifts, that would be for people on the margins. And they say expensive clothes. Again, they're like, well, only if you did the supermodel. Other than that, you wouldn't do that outside. So they said being who you are generally means being rich. They're like, you are who you, you get. You, they, they said you get the perks of being a celebrity without being a celebrity because of who you are. And then get special treatment I go, everywhere they go, they say, Antonio, that's always happened to you. So that wouldn't be any different as a celebrity. You basically have the first big celebrity without being celebrity. I say again, another way of saying it is you basically are the perks of fame, even if you're not famous, because of who you are, your substance, you are of effectiveness. They say you are of quality, you are of integrity, you are of solid character. So that's why people treat you as celebrity and famous because of your heart. So, and the last thing that I want to address is the constant judging. Um, they said to me, 
because of who you are and um, because of who you are you would have so many people in the tabloids and the magazines and the newspapers and the blogs and the social media the video sharing media all the other forms of media you have so many of them on your side as well as so many people in the global societal public they would be so many of them would be on your side that anyone that would negatively judge you on your personality your 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 habits your body and a lot more they would regret what they said and did because it would be an uproar because again of the substance of your character and they said if anybody constantly judged you negatively they would get severe backlash and then they said the demeaning rude nasty insulting derogatory lies about you and, and talking and the whole talking behind your back and the hard-hitting uh hurtful statements so many people would give them tongue lashings and so many people would diss them and even make it clear if you keep talking about Antonio like this we just gonna have to square up this on and of course he said of course you don't you don't have uh, of course you don't have people that love you who would cause people to think it's a cult. No, you don't have any cult followers and you're not a cult leader. That's not to be said. You just you have a lot of people who would be very, very safeguarded of you to the point of I will handle the haters and the hecklers for you. I will hecker I will heckle your hecklers. I will hate on your haters. I will if I have to physically defend you from those detractors, they will. So I was afraid of dislike buttons on YouTube, people liking negative comments, you know, and subscribers subscribing just to fuck with me, all those kind of things. But I was told by many well many people who told me all these beautiful things to tell me when this one I'm about to tell you. They said Oh, those people will be given hell to pay if they do any of those things. So, that's why I feel good about being celebrity and famous in the future, you know? Um, okay. I really want to say this. Why do we worship famous people and celebrities here at Dossie Alt, February 25th, 2021? Celebrity obsession. What is it about celebrities that so obsesses us? Think about it. We even call them idols. It's not just that we enjoy their work, be it singing, acting, playing golf. 
We all we want to know the nitty gritty details about their personal life, and the more personal, the better. There is a huge thriving industry selling us the dirt on celebrities. Here's an interesting fact: People Magazine has a weekly audience of 4.6 million readers, and has the largest audience of any American magazine. That is a lot of gossip, but more frightening. That's a lot of people spending their time and money reading about people they don't even know. There are also plenty of TV shows running in prime time, but exclusively about celebrities such as Entertainment Tonight. Access Hollywood and extra. There are people becoming rich and are now celebrities themselves by blogging about the stars. Perez Hilton, real name Mario Lavandera, is one such blogger. Celebrity worship syndrome. Celebrity worship is becoming such a problem. Psychologists even have named for it celebrity worship syndrome or CWS. There are different levels of intensity, but a study done at the University of Leicester found that a whopping 36% of British citizens suffer from this disorder. Physio- physiologist and author John F. Schmucker says CWS is an obsessed addictive disorder in which a person becomes involved with the details of a celebrity's personal life. In researching this article, I came across one story of a woman who cut her own wrist and throat when her favorite celebrity got <coughs> sometimes when you know when I do episodes I always make sure I have uh, water or a bottle of like tea or something to help me keep my throat uh, hydrated because staying hydrated is important especially during uh, winter and summertime well let's just stick with winter but that's why I cough so now that I have taken care of my hydration let me get back there are different levels of intensity, but a study done at the University of Leicester found that a whopping 36% of British citizens suffer from this disorder. Physiologist and author John F. Schmucker says CD- CWS is an obsessive addictive disorder in which a person becomes involved with the details of a celebrity's personal life. In researching this article, I came across one story of a woman who cut her own wrist and throat when her favorite celebrity got engaged. Luckily, she lived to obsess another day in another ex- extreme example. And another extreme example of this disorder is people stalking their favorite star. It was a sad day for the world when John Lennon was killed by a quote-unquote fan. While most of us go nowhere near these extremes, there's still a widespread fascination with the famous. The O effect. Companies know this about us and are cashing in on it. Think of all the celebrity-endorsed products, Taylor Swift, Shania Twain, J-Lo, Holly Berry, Justin Bieber, Madonna of their own perfume. Do we even want to, do we even want to smell like them? You can get a credit card for the Kardashians on it. Excuse me. Jessica Simpson has her own shoe line and Oprah has made people very rich by just mentioning their product. There's even a name for this. It is called the O effect. Candle in the wind, the rise and fall. Why do we give them this godlike statue? We put them so high on a pencil that if they fall, they fall very hard in the spotlight. And this, of course, is more fodder for the gossip junkies. We almost seem to take pleasure in their misfortune or mistake. We have an almost moral superiority, even though we still can't help but gawk at every detail of their fall. We act as if they have let us down personally, as if they somehow owed it to us to remain perfect. They owe us nothing. They are business people. That is all. They have a movie or song to sell us. It is up to us to buy it or not. It does not give us the right to peer into their personal lives, who they're sleeping with, how much weight they've gained, or how their marriages are going. The transaction is completed when you buy their goods. 
So some popular weekly gossip magazines. So People, the National Enquirer, Star Weekly, Life and Style, and Touch, OK Magazine, Globe Weekly, National Examiner, U.S. Weekly. Um, we're living in a time of mass communication, instant information gratification. We can all use these wonderful new tools to connect with real people, advance understanding, advance understanding between people and cultures and share information that others can build on. The time we're living in is unprecedented. We have many amazing opportunities, or we can gossip. Let's, and let's remember the celebrities are just people. People packaged up very nicely, but people are the same. They have the same ups and downs, fears and joys, successes and challenges as the rest of us. When they stumble and fall, let's have the good grace to look away. That doesn't mean turn a blind eye. It just means hope for the best for them and to uplift them, you know? We can appreciate them when they entertain us, but that is their job, and then get on with, their, with our own, and then get on with our own lives. Um, another reason why I was scared to be famous celebrity growing up, I was afraid of people giving me celebrity worship syndrome. I was afraid of being a victim of celebrity worship syndrome. I was afraid of experiencing the O effect, you know, the candle in the wind. I was afraid of the fall much more than my rise. I was afraid of being featured in popular weekly gossip magazines, but I don't have these fears anymore because I know that because I'm such a genuine person and everything I do and say is actually relevant to people's everyday lives, there's nothing for me to worry about and there's, and there's, and there's no one for me to worry about. I'm fearless in those ways. Plus, I'm not egotistical. I'm a, I'm a very gracious, um, grateful person. So that is who I am. All right. It gets steamier, people. Here we go. Ruinmyweek.com. 23 groupies who hooked up with their idols share their stories by Ruin My Week. There's nothing like meeting a famous person to make you realize how many famous people suck. Whether they're completely different in person on TV, have let fame turn them into an entitled asshole, or simply jackasses who treat others like dirt. Coming face to face with someone you once idolize and finding out they're actually the worst is never a good feeling. And there are fewer ways to hammer this point home than hooking up with one of these people. So when you slash gas Mayans with the, with the simple mark, ask Reddit, Fan groupies that have sex with their idols, how did it affect the way you saw them afterwards? Most of the responses were disappointing to the OP, not to us. It's delicious. Piping hot tea either way. But some were actually sweet and funny. Read on to see some of the wildest tales from groupies and friends of groupies who slept with their idols and lived to tell the tale on Reddit. One. I knew a woman that slept with Pitbull probably 10 years ago. She said he never took his shades off 
even when they had sex. You slash Jane, her user. Number two, a woman I know fucked Aaron Carter after a meet in Greece. He is going through a tough time, and I don't think they have met since, but I believe they still text sometimes. She still thinks he's great. It fulfilled her childhood dream to meet him and sleep with him. You slash Grax Denax. Um, three, I know two different women who fucked Tiesto regularly. He would fly them out to Vegas and Miami on rotation. Guy was in his 40s flying out 18 to 20 year olds. They liked traveling and he would fly their friends out too so they had company. One of them didn't really see him as an idol, more as a free vacation every so often. He slash deleted. If I hear any slashing, those are the Reddit users in the usernames. Number four, not sex, but my mom was kissed by David Bowie at a concert in the UK in the 1970s. When he left everyone in the crowd, start when he left everyone in the crowd start trying to kiss her because his lips had just been on hers. She said it was a very sweet kiss. You slash tropical underscore biatch, but the I ended, but the I was hyphening out. Interesting. Um, five. I wasn't a groupie as such, but dated a guy in a tribute band for Guns N' Roses a few years ago. He and I would have sex regularly, and the quote unquote axle of the band suggested we have a threesome sometimes. I spoke with the guy I was dating, we arranged it. He still wore his Axel getup and quoted him, asked me to call him Axel Rosen. It's the most cringeworthy experience of my life. You slash new home world. Wow. Six. My friend's restaurant gets celebrities and athletes and such often, and Bieber has been known to come a few times. One of the hostess women went back to his hotel with him and said she was, quote unquote, very disappointed quotations. Girl, we need details. You slash ace the Turing test. Seven, a friend of a friend who was obsessed with Tim Burton, so she sent him a picture of herself naked along with her address. An arrangement was made. Burton showed up, called him, calling himself her quote-unquote dream lover, and saying that none of this was really happening. They had sex, and he kept with a charade of not really being there all the way until he left. Her obsession was cured. You slash snap underscore Wilson, number eight. It was not me, but within my sphere, a woman hooked up with John Mayer like 10 years ago, and he pissed on her afterwards. You slash DHP 126. Oh my God. Nine. A friend of mine had sex with Christopher Mintz Class. Classic? Also known as McClubbin. They still text, and apparently he's a super sweet guy. You slash Custy. Oh my. Wow. 10. I've been told by a woman who knows that Leo DiCaprio wears headphones when he bangs groupies. I can't imagine it makes a woman feel very good about herself afterwards. You slash Iconoclast 63. Okay, um, next page. Yes, we are going to read the next page. Number 11. My mom dated and performed oral on Chad Smith on the Red Hot Chili Peppers. 
I found out about this in high school and had a bunch of friends over one night. We were trying to make my mom uncomfortable with our innuendo and humor. She drops that bombshell on us. She described it in detail to a room full of 15-year-olds stacked out like Hot Topic billboards. You never forget a moment like that. Hearing your mom describe the taste of a famous drummer's load. I can't listen to the Red Hot Chili Peppers anymore. Edit. For clarification, they were both in high school at the time of the incident. You slash Tanto 628. 12. Friend of mine had sex with Redfo from LMFAO. He played his own music during and sang along to I'm in Miami, bitch, while inside her, changing the lyrics to I'm in your pussy, bitch. You slash mistress what? I'm just reading stories. I'm not being misogynistic. We have to talk about the goofy life. Yes, we do. It is so relevant. It needs a conversation. Okay. 13. A friend of mine had sex with Lil Pump. He gave her chlamydia. Edit. She had sex with him a couple months before she turned 18. So no, she wasn't a creepy 30-year-old trying to get in his pants. You slash karma um 14 not me but a friend of mine banged billy ballow of him h-i-n she went to the tour bus crowd and waited for him to get out of the venue and as he's walking up she goes billy fuck me i'm 18 she actually screamed this he gave her a look like the thought was crossing his mind and she shook then he shook his head and got on the bus well fast forward two years later same friend tried the same stunt to him. He recognized her as the 18-year-old. Well, she still has his number. You slash Chris Duran. Oh my god. 15. My friend's older sister had sex with Lil Dicky and told us that his dick is actually huge. I can never listen to his music again. It's all a lie. You slash deleted. <laughs> 16. I know a woman who claimed to have had sex with Stevie Ray Vaughan. Afterwards, she was kind of disappointed that he, quote unquote, wasn't grateful because he was so homely that he should have appreciated a pretty woman's attentions. E slash event O. 17. Not a band, but an old co worker of mine did it with Shell Silverstein. He used to work as a bank teller and he used to come in to deposit his royalty checks then walk home with his guitar slung over his back. One day after work, she saw him walking in the rain, so she gave him a ride back to his houseboat. Whereupon one thing led to another, she said, the sex is terrible, and he let out this high keening yell at the end, which really embarrassed her because she knew the neighbors could hear him. You slash Funjes one. Oh, wow. 18. I found that Susan Boyle is still a generous yet humble person with a beautiful soul. You slash pig half. 19. My sister screwed, or fucked if you will, Tim Lambesis as I lay dying maybe about eight years ago when they came to Australia. I think he ended up really liking her, would send her messages on Facebook all the time. A little while later, a friend sent us an article that he was getting thrown in jail for attempted murder of his wife. Yes, he was married with kids and they boned. And yes, he's supposedly devout Christian. She felt partially responsible for a little while. But I think he probably slept with women everywhere he went. He slash Cam Wallet say, hey. Well, here's the thing. 
They say girls, gals. I say women to differentiate consensual from non-consensual. Women not girls, girls not women. I will never stop saying that. Now, funny. My ex-girlfriend and her friend ran into Chief Keith and YG in LA before we dated. She said YG was hitting on her, but he was just unbearably stupid. They invited him over, but my ex didn't go. Her friend ended up going and slept with Chief Keith. She was on top of him and yelled, oh my God, I can't believe I'm fucking Chief Keith. He just puts his hand over her mouth and calmly says, shut up, ho. Some woman from my high school fucked Drake, but sadly I got no details on that. E slash P Wayno. These stories are uh, no joke. Um, wow. That was. Okay, next page. Three more. 21. I had a friend that was singled out after a Prince concert by security. They told her that Prince would like her company at his hotel. She grabs one of her other friends to go with her. Maybe as backup or maybe as a witness to the amazing things that are about to happen. Turns out when she gets to the room where all the security and crew are, Prince had no intention of hanging out with her, and it became obvious that it was a security guard that liked her. She's super bummed, but that's part about it was the friend she brought along ended up sleeping with the security guard. You slash dummy slash McStupid. 22, a friend of mine blew ludicrous. He and three others saw him on the street and hollered at him. They went back to his hotel and he and my friend went into the bedroom. They performed oral on each other. While they they waited in the other room for them to finish, my other friend stole their weed. You slash bomb effect. Lastly, 23. My girlfriend banged Dan Zig on his tour bus and afterwards he gave her his toaster. That is not some kind of Dublin entendre. E slash wolf underscore mom. Why did I read all these things? They're probably like, Antonio, why the hell did you read all these shits? I'll tell you the truth. That was a major reason why I was scared to be famous, groupies. I was like, I already attract people, so I'm not ugly. I'm already sexually appealing to many people. I don't need fame to prove that, because it happened before the fame. But at the same time, I was scared. I was scared because, you know, when you're a person who is healing from sexual trauma, you have some people um, who are capable of writing about what happened sexually to them. Like Corinne Stephens, I won't use her nickname. Um, I'll just refer to her as Corinne Stephens out of respect for her. And I'm not saying anything bad about her. I was scared to be famous for this other reason. She wrote a tell-all sexual book, kind of like Chelsea Handler's book about her her one-night stands. I'm not dissing her. I, I just noticed that part of celebrity made me feel um, scared because I'm like, but I know I'm not the type of person that would mistreat anybody. Um, At the time, I was so into sex is super private. Why, why, why? You know what I mean? And I still have that feeling in terms of 
you know, lovers who don't want my business with them out there in terms of like physically seeing it, but you know that, you know that. Um, but my um, loved ones told me, you know, man, I circle that. You're, you know, you're good at being selective and picky and you have people that will actually come to you. Of course they want to have sex, but it wouldn't be because they're using you. It's just that they really, really appreciate you. And so actually just dice you on cake of that genuine appreciation. And he said you have a team of people that will keep the 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 users away, but the ones who generally are accepting of your wonderfulness for all the right reasons. Um, you get to have this again they'll say you get to have groupies with a sound mind, not the ones who could post stories like the one I just read to you. Uh, So basically, you would have groupies or inner beauty. You would have outer beauty, but inner beauty would be more important. So that's what they told me. Wow. Okay. So let's really talk about this. Um, Ten famous celebrities had to get paternity tests by home DNA on August 31st, 2015. Uh, like us, celebrities can find themselves in a position where they must take a paternity test. In that case, the reason they're often discredit rumors or to confirm their parental rights. Sensational stories about celebrities caught up in paternity suits often surface in the news but soon disappear, whether or not they have reached a resolution. While most famous paternity cases are instances of paternity fraud, sometimes DNA test results can surprise us. There are 10 famous paternity cases you might have missed. One, Eddie Murphy. Following his divorce in 2006, film star Eddie Murphy started dating former Spice Girl Melanie Brown. Uh, shortly thereafter, Brown revealed that she was pregnant and named Eddie Murphy as the father. Eddie refused to acknowledge paternity until his 2017 DNA test proved he was. In fact, the father, following the paternity test, Eddie did not show interest in having a relationship with their daughter, Iris, and has not been a contact. I don't, I don't know if these things are true. I don't know if they're even groupie stories, but I'm just reading to you things that people are saying. I can't verify anything. I'm not dissing nobody. I'm not dissing anybody. So, to Courtney Courtney Kardashian. After taking a break with longtime boyfriend Scott Disick in 2008, Courtney Kardashian had a fling with male model Michael Chirginti. Nine months later, Courtney gave birth to her son Mason in 2013. Uh, Michael filed a lawsuit to claim custody of Mason, but paternity test results confirmed he was not the father. Three, Jay-Z in 2015, Jay-Z was making waves and news regarding paternity claims from Reimer Satcherway, his alleged son, in hopes of getting Jay-Z to submit to a paternity test. Satcherway filed a suit, however, Jay-Z has not yet taken a DNA test, and the suit is now being set out of court. Family of Reimer Satcherway reportedly wants the case to be over with accept the settlement to pay for legal fees and medical costs. For Keanu Reeves, celebrities are no strangers to adoring fans, and sometimes adoration can take form as obsession with annoying, if not devastating, consequences. Such was the case with Matrix star Keanu Reeves in 2009 when fan Karen Sala accused him of fathering not one but four of her children. Sala took Keanu to court asking for $150,000 a month for child support and 
and measly $3 million a month for spousal support. She supports to have claimed the superstar used hypnosis, hypno, hypnosis and disguised himself to ex-husband being pregnant, her U.S. Weekly said that. Following DNA tests, they confirmed that Keanu was not the father and the suit was thrown out of court. Keanu Reeves recalls the suit stating, it was horrible. Five, Steve Jobs. In 1978, before he made a name for himself as the face of innovative technology, Steve Jobs' his high school girlfriend, Chris Ann Brennan, became pregnant. After Brennan gave birth to her daughter, Lisa Nicole Brennan Jobs, Steve Jobs denied paternity for two years, claiming he was infertile until a paternity test proved otherwise. Although DNA tests confirmed he was the father, Jobs remained fairly uninvolved during Lisa's childhood. It wasn't until 1986 that Lisa met her father after which time they began spending more time together. Six, Jude Law. Jude Law got tangled up in a paternal controversy after the brief thousand encounter with model Samantha Burke. This fling resulted in the birth of a baby girl and DNA test proved that Law was the biological father. Law said that he would like to remain involved in a child's life and would not be pursuing a relationship with Burke. Seven. Um, Elizabeth Hurley. Back in 2001, actress Elizabeth Hurley announced she was pregnant with a millionaire Steve Bing's child. Bing denied paternity claiming Hurley had other affairs but after DNA paternity test confirmed him as the father. Bing has been nothing but supportive, providing substantial portion of his fortune for child support. Eight, Michael Jordan. In 2013, Pamela Smith filed a paternity suit demanding a DNA test from NBA All-Star Michael Jordan. She claimed they met in the late 1980s and an encounter resulted in the birth of her son. However, a divorce court filing contained evidence of the boy's biological father was Smith's ex-husband and the suit was visually thrown out of court, Smith was forced to pay Jordan's legal fees for making false claims. Number nine, Chris Rock. Comedian Chris Rock was also a victim of false paternity claims. Former actress Callie Boyer filed a paternity suit against Rock for money for her son's medical bills and child support. As DNA tests confirmed Rock was not the father, Boyer continued to claim the results were inconclusive. However, the suit has been thrown out of court due to overwhelming evidence. 10. Lastly, Mick Jagger. 72-year-old rock, rock legend Mick Jagger is known to have had a long list of affairs. In 1972, Jagger was pulled into a lengthy paternity suit with model Marsha Hunt. The court case lasted nine years until Jagger was finally forced to pay child support. Mick Jagger lost another paternity suit in 1999 with model Luciana Monrad. Fortunately, unlike celebrities, we can handle matters of paternity out of the public eye. Such testing is extremely personal and results can be life-changing. To discover how to discreetly take a paternity test in our home, learn more about the Identigene at Home Paternity Test Kit. We understand your privacy is important to you and all cases are kept strictly confidential. To join the discussion on this article, leave a comment below or follow us on Facebook and Twitter. Bye, paternity Okay. Okay, I have a confession to make. Another big reason I was afraid to be celebrity and famous because of these paternity tests. I have to confess. And 
it's not something that I hide or lie about in terms of me feeling what I'm feeling. Um, I recognize for myself that I am sexually responsible. I pick the right people. Uh, the right people pick me. Um, there's no sexual harassment. There's no sex crimes. It's all compassionate love. It's all human decency. Um, we're not ass wipes, so. We don't give each other hell. We don't give each other shit at all. Um, if anything, if I was the father of a child, I would um, take responsibility, but I would wear condoms all the time. I'm a condoms all the time wearer, so it wouldn't change at all, never. I know I don't want to be a father, so I would wrap up all the time. I couldn't impregnate somebody that I didn't see as parental material. I would never have a protective sex. Um, there are too many negative risks associated with that. And my inner circle told me that I'm protected from these situations because it's easy to defend me because I don't put myself in bullshit situations. I don't put other people in, I don't put other people in bullshit situations, so, you know, when it comes to sex, I'm not too much, I'm not too little, just right, when it comes to sex, I'm a well-rounded, well-adjusted, well-unified, well-balanced person, when it comes to sex, it's in moderation for me, so, my partners, myself, will be inner beauty, and outer beauty is just, extra but we will still engage in safer sexual practices so not as what happened if it did happen it's easy to say oh hell no that didn't happen and knowing Antonio Antonio were not impregnant not even try to impregnate somebody like you they're like they'll be like fuck out of here with that that's how a lot of people will go so I'm no longer afraid of these things I don't live in fear um not good for me to live in fear anyway. Um, okay. So I want to talk now about this very last thing. Ten reasons why I think pain isn't all that great. Fontanali's Gypsy, May 23rd, 2016. Is fame all it's set out to be? Sometimes paparazzi are welcome, but imagine taking a kiss with a walk and having to chase after you. Not cool. 
Everyone thinks that being famous is awesome, but I think about it, I just don't get it. Sure, you might get rich and might not have to worry about paying your bills anymore, but like P. Diddy used to say in the Puff Daddy days, more money, more problems. No amount of money in the world will make me want to give up my privacy. This is a writer's view. Of course, there are many other perks being a celebrity, but, it, but are any of them really worth it? Here's why I think it sucks being a celebrity. One, paparazzi. You can't get a break, ever. I can't imagine wanting to go shop and grab a coffee and have to worry about people running after me to take pictures. I have a friend who works in Manhattan at a high-end fashion retail store where famous people go all the time. Rihanna went recently. She was wearing a skirt and a short shirt. She told this episode she, she felt suddenly uncomfortable in what she was wearing because there was a guy outside trying to snap pictures of her, but they gave her a sweater to put on. She thanked him and she was very nice, but doesn't that suck? She could buy whatever she wants, but I'd rather have my privacy. Um, what about all these magazines we see with photos of famous women getting out of a car and their crotches are showing? I would die if someone put a picture like that of me so everyone could see. This type of situation used to happen to anyone if you're wearing a skirt and the wind blows or whatever. What happened to Macaulay Culpepper, too? No private life. Your life is not only yours anymore, it's everybody's parents. Look at happened with Tom Cruise and Katie Holmes. Funny because I'm not one to read up on celebs, but I see it everywhere. It's actually annoying, and frankly, I could give a rat's ass if they stayed together or got divorced, but it seems like everyone in the world is infatuated with this news. And that poor daughter who is young and doesn't understand why the whole world is talking about her mommy and daddy separating. That's sad to me. I wouldn't want to bring a, I wouldn't want to bring a child into this world for everyone to see. Three, celebrity can make you or break you. Some famous people do very well with the attention and even, if, and even use it for good by helping out the disadvantaged or doing attention to causes and charities or adopting a child from a third world country. Others, though, fall into drugs, make stupid decisions with their money, pull self-destructive antics, and do all kinds of dumb stuff, dumb shit, and only prove that they don't deserve any attention. Four, rumors. People love to start rumors about celebrities. Sometimes it's not a big deal, but... Sometimes people can say some really nasty things about you and it can have a negative effect on your life, your future, and your family. Five, this is Kim Kardashian getting made up so she look how everyone expects to look. Five, public fights with other famous people. Look at Drake and Chris Brown supposedly fighting over Rihanna. I'm not sure what happened and frankly, I don't care. But it seems to be over a woman. Imagine being famous and having to be around people you don't want to be around, but you have to be there. That sucks. I wouldn't want to deal with that. Six, traveling all the time. Celebrities tend to have to be away from friends and family for long periods of time. I would think it's a lonely world for a celebrity. Seven, stalkers. Most of us know about Whitney Houston's stalkers. One of them was harassing her, calling her offices, sending her flowers, claiming to be her brother, who ended up getting arrested for possession of weapons. Imagine what could have happened if her team hadn't noticed he was suspicious. Also, Selena, one of the best-selling Latin stars of the 1990s, was murdered age of, at the young age of, of 23 by the president of her fan club, who was also her so-called friend. Being famous means you have to watch your back. Hey, you're always playing a part. I don't think I have to name names here, but I will. Kim Kardashian has been called retarded by people. Kanye West has been called moron by people. Tara Reid has been called trashy by people. Lindsay Lohan has been called screwed up by people. Get my drift. Wow, the writer wrote those things. I'm not calling them names. I'm just saying with the, the names that they call these stars. So 
that's what I was like. Many people would say such things. It's, Nine, trust issues. People usually you don't know who your real friends are. You don't know who to trust who's going to be the next one to reach out to the gospel magazine and spill your beans. You don't even know who your real lover is. Ooh. Ten, you can't mess up. Fame is fickle. If you mess up, your fans may lose respect for you in a heartbeat. You may not get the roles you want anymore. Others can replace you. Don't make the mistake of believing you're famous as well as some unique quality and only success. You're always replaceable. So that's about it. I'm not ranking on famous people, just telling like it is. I'm not famous myself, but I don't really know what it's like, but I'd rather not find out. I don't like people in my business already. Hell, I don't even like the way I look at pictures most of the time. Imagine what it'd be like if I was fucking famous. Hmm. I think about, um, see, I'm gonna make this simple. I think famous would be all, being famous for me would be all that great. Here's why. One, so many people in the paparazzi will actually be on good terms with me. Because when I carry myself, you know, I always carry myself with with class, with moral excellence. So many of them would actually be for me. Cause I think with the paparazzi, you just have to develop like a healthy professional relationship. That would be what I would do. And because of that, they'd be like, all right, kind of got to back off of Antonio. You know, Antonio, cool. We don't want to upset Antonio. He's real. He's a decent person. Even if I had some crazy paparazzi. Um, one, I have an awesome legal team, so I don't worry about it. Two, I wouldn't do things that would make people want to go, ooh, I always got to take a picture. Because I'm so honest about my life, it's like, do you really want to take a picture? Because I'm forthcoming, I have nothing to hide, really. Um, and I know how to, and I have the right people to help me to protect myself from those type of paparazzi that are questionable. So, I don't, I don't have a fear of paparazzi. I, paparazzi. I actually love the paparazzi because you get to take pictures of me doing positive things. Antonio, taking a picture of Antonio jogging. Take a picture of Antonio drinking a healthy bottle of water. Taking a picture of Antonio helping a child with their homework. So I would give the paparazzi good things to take pictures of me of. I would be you take pictures of me engaging in social justice, economic justice, political justice, racial justice, environmental justice, cultural justice, equal justice, human justice so i would say hey paparazzi you want to take a lot of pictures of me doing honorable things so bring it on you want to be the crazy paparazzi they wouldn't make as much money because positivity doesn't sell so i'll constantly be doing positive things and they'll go oh okay we're gonna take pictures of antonio doing good stuff okay take a picture of me giving motivational talk it helps people out absolutely private life well here's what i say about that i don't live a double life so i'm okay with people knowing my business because there's nothing about my personal business that is criminal that is toxic that is poisonous uh no so i'm already um a healthy um, 
I'm already healthy exposure, so it's not a problem for me. Nothing makes me, nothing breaks me. That's what I feel. What's in society can't make me or break me. I make me, therefore I never break me. My grandma helps raise me. So, my grandma and I, we make me. Therefore, nothing on else breaks us. Nothing on else breaks me or her, so. Celebrities, nothing, nobody's that powerful. Uh, rumors. I, I've had people talk about me. And it doesn't bother me because I'm going to constantly give y'all something to talk about. And if you try to spread rumors, people like, Antonio's a hell of a person. Shut the fuck up about that bullshit. Um, I do positive things, so I don't need to have a quote-unquote private identity. Um, and if people talk about me, it's easy to defend me. It's easy to shut up, shut them up, you know? I don't do public fights with other famous people. That's so self-explanatory. Let me just move on. I love traveling all the time. Plus, I choose to live my life without being a family person, meaning I don't have a life partner. I don't have any offspring. I don't own any pets. I don't live with anyone else but myself. I only live with me. So travel time is damn good for me. Stalkers. Hmm. I don't have to watch my back because I'm well protected from crazy people. Um, but I do have the kind of people that like hanging around me constantly who are high quality hearted people. So I have healthy stalkers. And, and they have my permission to do that. You know, those healthy stalkers. So it's cool. Playing a part, no, I'm not a fake ass motherfucker. Trust issues. People usually, no, I have healthy boundaries, so I have healthy people around me, so that can't happen. Let's see, team can't mess up. I'm not a perfectionist. I openly admit that I'm not the Messiah. I ain't God, so if, you know, my quote unquote not being quote unquote perfect doesn't bother people because I'm so genuine. So being so fame is all a self when it comes to me because I'm already a holistic, wholesome, wholeness personal areas of my life and not just sex. So that's why, like I said, me being in all these relationships work for me because I'm already honest about my ethical non-monogamy and my adult entertainment aspirations. So nobody's lied to me. I'm already honest about the fact I'm not a family person, so again, nobody's tricked, nobody's being duped, so um, thank you for letting me share, and that's all, folks.